I've been uh, very happy to see several positive reviews of Kin in the past few days since its official release, which I think was June 15 of 2021. Sarah McEachern's piece in the LA Review of Books, uh, which is called Entangled in Family, on Milenko Yergovich's Kin and Semesdin Mehmedinovich's My Heart, uh, takes the title. Uh, Kin and uh, the book's biggest thematic thread as its main focus, with special emphasis on what it means to be from a place, especially one that no longer exists, and also on the limitations and possibilities, especially the possibilities of language. Her essay also takes a comparative approach by viewing Kin in relation to Celia Hawksworth's new translation of Mehmedinovich's 2017 novel. The, uh, a review just published in uh, at the Modern Novel uh, relates a good deal of the book's uh, plot, including the relationships of the main characters and the core tragedy that links them together. It uh, contains a couple of basic errors. Uh, a small one is a reference to the length of the book in the final line of the of the review. Um, which says the book is 800 pages long, but I was not bored for a minute, which uh, makes its point twice, uh, twice over in a sense, since the book is actually 900 pages long. So uh, those pages must be sailing by such that one doesn't even notice the, the page count as one goes. Uh, a bigger issue has to do with the book's genre, which the review refers to as a, a family novel. Um, Actually, the reviewer claims that the, the author calls the book a family novel, but, but that is the genre designation only for part two uh, of the book. The, the first part is called a presentation, different kind of genre designation, and then the third part is called quartets, while part four is a report, and part five is called inventories, and part six are, is called fictions. Uh, and then the final part is history uh, photographs. Th these designations um, actually name the literary kind as a way, I think, as a way of helping readers orient themselves to what it is that they are reading. So the book's overall genre is always in, in some question, which is why I was impressed by the focus in all three of the reviews um, that I found uh, just in the last few days on what sort of book this is and, and what sort of author Yergovich is. Duncan Stewart's um, uh, essay, which is called Leskov, uh, Nikolai Leskov is the reference, Leskov Amongst the Tombstones on Milenko Yergovich's Kin, uh, which was published at Exit Only, takes on this topic, uh, that is what kind of a book it is, directly. And this is a quote, one of the perplexities of kin is how to classify it. And I'll just say, I'm stepping in here to the quote, uh, classify in, is, is, is one way of approaching it, but I think when one classifies something in terms of a genre, one is always interpreting it. So if you say this is a satire, you've already made a decision about how to read it, right? So the, the classification is key to how you read, how you think of this thing. What is it? Is it a novel? No, it's a satire. 
uh, is it a poem? Is it an epitaph? Is it an epigraph? Uh, right? And you you orient yourself to it based on what it is you think it is. So one of the perplexities of kin is how to classify it. It has been referred to as an epic, a saga, a family novel, a chronicle, and an historical fiction. Many of the sections in the chapter inventories, however, read like essays. And uh, Stuart calls the calls inventories a chapter. I'm thinking of it as a section or a part. I don't know what it really is, but it, it's a segment of the book. Um, his claim that, in fact, Yergovich should be thought of first and foremost as a storyteller rather than a novelist is a, a, an idea that is announced in his essay's subtitle, which is The Storyteller and the Legacy of Annihilation. And then he makes it explicit in this passage. Uh, Walter Benjamin, or Walter, Walter Benjamin, uh, says that Herodotus was uh, the first storyteller of the Greeks. Herodotus's task was, according to Hannah Arendt, to save human deeds from the futility of oblivion. This task of the storyteller to at least save something temporarily from oblivion, to stave off forgetting a while longer, is how Yergovich understands storytelling too. Um, now, I think this is a great idea. It's a really fine insight. The commitment to storytelling as an act of salvation, right? That's what he's getting at. And he suggests, I think quite appropriately and correctly, that this, this way of reading has a major consequence for how you interpret the book. So this commitment to storytelling, this is him, uh, Stuart again, this commitment to storytelling, to understanding Yergovich as not a novelist, but a storyteller, helps explain the repetitions and reintroductions of family members that pepper the book. For these repetitions invoke a sense that this is, more than anything, a collection of stories to be read in any order. Now, he doesn't emphasize that, but I just did. Um, I don't know if that's really the case. I think you can read it in any order and still get the plot, that's true, but it is a highly composed book in the sense that it's deliberately put together in a particular order. So I think when you, if you read things in a different order, you you do get a different sense of what's going on uh, and what the author might be doing, even though you might figure out what the plot is just just fine. Um, in any case, this, this insight, it strikes me as a very fine one into Yergovich's writing. And I would add uh, only two thoughts. First, the, this approach that uh, uh, Duncan Stewart has, has suggested um, implies aspects of realism in an almost Tolstoyan sense. There, there are things that are true of life that literary conventions often omit or twist into other forms. You don't, for instance, introduce characters unless you're going to do something with them. But people enter your life all the time and you don't do anything with those people, right? They, they just pass right through. Um, or you don't have two characters with the same name, even though that happens all the time in life. You build to the set piece and then give readers the set piece, even though things build up to things all the time and you never get a climax in real life, right? So these are, in other words, literature is neat and, and, and designed in this, in this very uh, deliberate way, but life is sloppy. So any commitment to realism requires that one, uh, uh, an author, toy with the conventions of literature somehow. And I think that is going on in in this book and also in these genre titles, genre designations. And then the second thought I would add is that in, in a somewhat different vein, 
that this book performs its subject by by telling stories, by recounting stories in the manner that large families tell stories, uh, with repetitions and variations and reintroductions of past material that we already know and some of us the new new audience members come in and so you have to repeat stuff somebody else is there who wasn't there before you say the same things again but with variations and and repetitions and now a constant all the way through constant inventive impulse that's i think what's going